Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in the studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Or you can watch us. We're on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com. And I thought we'd kick off this week with some good news and some heartwarming headlines. I've been posting these or collecting these, should you say, over on the Good Things Facebook group. I tell you all the time, it's a great place for you to be if you're on the Book of Faces to get the most positive vibes that our state has to offer. And I just posted this one, and it's gaining a lot of traction. And it's about Miss Angie. She is a waitress at Table 100, if you are familiar with that restaurant here in the central area. But she was helping put up uh, a conference for the organization called 100 Women. And now there are different sectors of 100 women throughout the state. They usually stay regionally. And it's this idea that every year uh, 100 women come together and pledge $100. And then they figure out the organization within their meeting that they're going to give the collective uh, money to. It's a great way to meet and fellowship and network with like-minded women and then help you Usually a smaller nonprofit out um, while while having a good meal. And so Angie was just conversating with one of the people with Daughters of Destiny Ministries, which was one of the 100 women that was there that day. Come to find out, Angie had just moved into a new apartment after being without a home for over three years. As you can imagine, that just sort of struck a chord with the women in that room. And so one left, went straight to Walmart, got her a big laundry basket full of goodies and heart and housewarming things for her uh, new apartment. And when the word got out, then the rest of the women sewed hundreds of dollars for her into her new apartment. And then Pastor War- uh, Kells of Warrior Nation paid her rent for the first six months to make her uh, able to go ahead and continue to get her foot forward. And the lady, Miss Angie, she stood there sobbing. And she just talked about how she hadn't always had the best relationship uh, with, quote unquote, the church. But this was a day that she got to see goodness and God in action. And so I think those are the stories that are happening, maybe not in that degree all the time here in Mississippi, uh, but they're happening everywhere in our communities. So those are the things that should go viral for all of the right reasons. So kudos to everyone involved to make Miss Angie um Feel, feel seen and validated and also congratulate her on probably what has been a really long journey to getting a housing of her own and a place to call a place to call home. Okay, here's another one, though, that I feel like we can all kind of relate to. Chances are you've locked your keys out of your car before, Rhino. Have you ever done that? Have you ever shut the door and went, Ugh! Yeah, you immediately regret it. Or it's the other way. You're going about your daily business and you get back to your car or you're like me. How many times have you waited on me here at the station right now looking for my keys? Yet, knock on something wood, they haven't been in my car, but I always panic and think that I locked them in my car. And then you have to sit and sort of figure it out. The difference between your story and my story of locking your keys in the car is probably didn't end up with a free fish dinner. No. no, no, but that's the hospitality state for you here in Mississippi. You may have seen this. It's also going viral for the right reasons. A FedEx driver was stranded by the flash floods and he locked his truck during the flash flood. He tried to get out and he figured out he locked his keys in the truck and he went up to the house that he was delivering package to, knocked on the door, Miss LaShondra Golder there in Gaucher. And she said, well, come on in. 
we're about to sit down to eat. And so they shared a great meal together. And while he awaited one of his partners to find a safe route and come and bring him a spare uh, set of keys so he could go off on his way. But the picture that went viral was the FedEx driver sitting there on her front porch eating down on some fried fish, some hot puppies, some coleslaw, some french fries, taking him a break from the floods and work and a wait to be rescued. And I just, you know, the the part to this particular story, Rhino, that I hadn't heard was if the if the coworker was able to also get a plate of food, which I feel like Miss LaShondra would have totally offered and welcomed them in as well. But I would have, if I, I don't know how that, how FedEx drivers or UPS drivers work, if it's kind of like a radio cat call to everybody. But if it's like, hey, there's food, you find 15 of them derail their, their routes and wind up there like, you need, you need keys, you got fish. What else you got there, Mr. I'm Tucker? trying to remember if it's FedEx or UPS or who it is that they, they did an episode of Mythbusters about it where apparently they're, they're, they're told to turn left. Or no, turn right instead of turn left because you turn left across lanes of traffic and you can make three rights and wind up going the same direction. Really? Oh, yeah. I would still get lost. They've they've gotten so far off into the weeds with the analytics and the data and somebody, one of those carriers has or had a rule to where you take three rights instead of trying to take a left and you'll save time. Hmm. I would be willing to give it a try. Now, there was another, and I don't, I think it may have been FedEx during the flash f- flood. He, they went viral for making, uh, be, I guess, what's the word, be, like persevering through the weather to make sure they get their deliveries, but at the same time, denying all turnaround, don't drown kind of <laughs> public service announcements that get, get thrown out there during flash flooding weather because it looks like he took his FedEx truck through. Well, the mighty Mississippi River, if you see the video, it's like, boom, boom. And he's, you know, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. I mean, he makes it through. It's not the same story. It's not the same FedEx driver or the same, I guess, delivery driver as the one who ended up with the fish plate, fish plate there in Gaucher. Um But still, and it did say he wasn't off his route long and he was able to finish up um, finish up his deliveries. But, you know, my, my simple mind is sitting here thinking, you know, a UPS truck is very... You can catch it, number one, it's color, but number two, you know, it has the door that's open. And so my mind is, well, would you lock? Is it the, <laughs> did you just smell the fish and not want to, like, you wanted to sit down and have a bite? Or did you lock, is it the door that goes to your stuff? Cause well, I, I thought it was FedEx, which they usually use cargo vans, which are like normal totally, vans. Totally, whereas UPS yeah. does have the big box truck with the sliding door like the... The bread trucks and kind of stuff. I see what you did here. I see you just trying to, oh, I locked my keys in my car, but my window's down. <laughs> if you've ever done that, that's a really good feeling. When have you ever locked your keys in your car, Rhino? I haven't done it in a while because my my car now has the whole, if your key's in your pocket, you can walk up and mm-hmm. just open the door. But I think in my Avenger, I locked them in there one time and luckily... I had given my spare set of keys to a roommate for just that occasion, and they were able to come and get me in. I feel sorry for those who don't have a spare key because you've either lost it or in the if it was a, a used car and sort of the, the trade or the sale, you, you just didn't have one. I can't really think of a time that I actually locked my keys in my car. I was trying to think back when I was reading this story about the FedEx driver, but I have been known on two occasions to throw my keys away. On accident, once in college, once when pregnant, and or get them lost to the point that you could you panic and you couldn't find them. Also, once it was not my car; it was a rental car I lost in New Orleans. You want to talk about panic to think what I was going to have to go through to get those keys back, and they were in the most obliviously obvious place ever. Once you kind of stop panicking. And go to actually look for them. That'll get your heart rate up in a New York minute. I had a friend that we went to a football game and she misplaced her entire car. How's that possible? She was in a hurry to get to the game, meeting there. She parked as as the people. It's a big football game at Mississippi State. You got people directing traffic. Hey, go over here to park. Park out there. So she just 
in a hurry, parked, got to the stadium, watched the game, leaving the stadium, can't find your car. It's not where she thought she parked. It's not where I thought she might have parked. Come to find out, she parked on the opposite end of the campus, apparently, from where we... No, we walked all the way to the opposite end of the campus thinking, well, maybe you wound up over here somehow. Come to find out, she had parked in, like, teachers or faculty parking. They thought she worked there. This is why, and I know that was a different event, different location outside of your norm, but that is the exact reason why if I go to the same grocery store or the same church parking lot or the same whatever, I'm going to park in the same vicinity every single time. You people who go to large supermarkets and park in different places every time baffle me. I will, I would be her. I need, I need the mindless routine. I don't remember what I'm going in there for anyway, so I at least need to know the aisle in which I need to search whenever I, whenever I come back. And if you go with someone else, like the spouse, and they do park in a different area, you're completely disemboggled. You just don't know where you don't know where you are at. But you're right here with us here on Super Talk, listening to good things, and we've got more for you coming up next. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain. High near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain. Partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 60% chance of rain. High near 89. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny. High near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving you since 1993. Hi, this is Keith Halsey with Halsey Insurance. As your local independent insurance agency, we guarantee fast answers and friendly service. When you have questions, we're here with answers you can trust. Our specialty is home, auto, life, and all types of business insurance. Partnering with the top insurance carriers, let us shop your insurance and do the heavy lifting. We'll find you the best coverages with the lowest rates. Call 601-856-7707 or halseyinsurance.com. That's H-A-W-S-E-Y insurance.com. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show, brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions, protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4440. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku and Amazon Fire TV devices. You can also watch good things live on C Spire TV. If you have C Spire TV, you can find it on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel, which hopefully is saying no rain. No rain. At least it's better than it was this time last week. Coming up after good things, you've got Sports Talk Mississippi. They are kicking off JUCO football with, and they're going to be live at the Davis Event Center on the Fulton campus of Inawama Community College today to kick off ICC's Meet the Indians event. So you can go to visit letsgoicc.com for more info. And then tomorrow, middays with Gerard is going to be on the move. He will be live at Mossy Oak and West point as the Prairie Arts Festival gets ready to kick off on Labor Day weekend, which is always a good event and a good weekend to get out and visit Mississippi. Looking over on the ceasefire text line, Jason talking about locking your keys out of your car or losing your keys. We all have done one or the other, and some of us are just more prone to either or than others. Jason said, I learned a long time ago to have one of those spare key magnet boxes hidden on the vehicle somewhere, I'm horrible about losing keys. If I ever upgrade my car, which if I do, if I if I if I get a newer to me car, it probably won't be the upgrade in which I would want in terms of having the keypad, because then that just takes away the whole anxiety. You can just put in your code and get into your car. But then I guess you would still have to have a key to crank it or usually, yeah. So could I just on purpose lock my key in my car every day and not get in trouble? <laughs> could I just leave it in a safe space? But that'd be terrible. Then if someone knew that, they could break in and just drive away my car, right? They'd have to break in or know your code. So being responsible is always just comes down to being the best, the best choice to it all. William in Cortland, he is our mail delivery uh Listener, And several years, years ago, he uh, shared a video of him in a rural driveway that looked like it was flooding as well. You know, we forget about those that deliver our stuff. They are in the elements. They are on a time crunch. They usually have a certain load they have to get done that day, rain or shine, which I'm sure there's protocol to not completely put your life on the line. But I bet you all have some interesting stories about the backwoods of Mississippi or back roads, should I say, of Mississippi and delivering. Bubba from Meridian said, my wife and her key fob picked up at church by mistake by a very experienced lady. We searched church. Nice way to put it. (laughs) I'm going to guess that's older and wiser in years. Searched church and garbage. After getting the fob replaced, the lady turned in the fob to church. That's one of those moments where, oh, yay, I've got the spare. I wasn't crazy. But then you're like, oh, man, I paid for a spare because... Key, like the the fobs, the manual starty thingies that don't even have like the key on it. Like it's the <laughs> yours does that, right, Rano? You just yes. have to be in the car. It, it does have a, a spare key in it, and that's one thing a lot of people don't realize is if you have the the wireless key fob ignition, like the push button ignition and stuff. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, unless it is a really swanky car like bespoke and made by hand in a foreign country kind of swanky. There's a spare key in that fob hidden somehow because they don't want you to be stuck somewhere if the battery runs out in the fob. So like in my vehicle, the fob, actually I'll take it out and show it on screen here if you're watching on Super Talk TV. You got the little fob here and there's a button on the back and you pull it up and there's a key hidden in it. And that's to start your car with if the key fob doesn't have the battery for the push button. And you got to take a little piece of rubber out from in the console there and there, flip open the little door and push it in and turn it so like a normal. you have to work for it. Oh, yeah. But it keeps you from getting stranded when you don't have battery in your key fob. Last time I locked my keys in my car, someone mentioned I had to use my flip-flops and a wire hanger to get in. I've always wondered how that goes down. I want to know if you're in a park public spot and you're working hard to break back into your car. It's your car. I just need to know a good Samaritan at least looked at you cross-eyed, right? If not, that means that anyone with big enough balls could just go into a parking lot, oh, lock my keys in my car, and just sit there and try to, you know, figure it out, which some folks will stop and help you. They will believe you, give you the benefit of the doubt, and then go after trying to 
trying to help you out. I want to say there was one of those candid camera TV shows recently. Well, not recently. It was back before COVID, but it's been in the last five to ten years that came to the Magnolia State and set up a fake car theft. And I want to say it was like every single time someone tried to actually steal the car, someone at the business near, nearby would come out, like a Samaritan or a coworker, or somebody would, hey, hey, whoa, 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 I'm calling the cops. And they had to break it up because it was candid camera, but I don't think it was actually candid camera, but it was one of those kind of TV shows. It's one of those moments where you want to be a good Samaritan, but then, you, you know, you feel like, well, maybe maybe it's theirs. And how do you how do you well, know? It, it, like you said, you got to have enough gumption to go for it. But usually if it's your car, you're cussing you're, and screaming and having a moment. You're trying a little bit more animatedly to get into it. And not to break the... If you're trying to be sneaky, you got the Slim Jim hidden somewhere on you. You and you're, tools. You're standing there and you're trying not to get seen. Yeah. It's a little different. Joey Madison, most new cars have done away with the keypads and won't lock if the key fob is in the car. They know that. They know that quite well. While we're talking about cars, it's a good time to share one of the strangest world records I've found here recently. It made me think of it. A British stunt driver breaks the parallel parking world record. Key Key fob, key car, key nothing. It ain't happening for me. This is one you know. record for like fastest parallel parking or most times done in a row, like biggest parallel. What, what's the record? So let's see. A student driver at the British Motor Show broke two Guinness World Records. A student driver. Yes. One for parallel parking. Another for doing donuts around a motorcycle. <laughs> He's gifted behind the wheel. And so, okay. So his first attempt on the first day of the show, successfully successfully set the record, 13.8 inches to spare. And then he broke his on record on the fourth day, parking with 11.8 inches to spare. So it's the size, size of the parking space. Size, yes, size of the parking space. Did, were you, did, you have, did you pass that in driver's ed? Did By you the take, time I came along, they didn't even have that on the driving test anymore. Pretty sure Coach Gibson said... You know how to do that, Rebecca. We're not even gonna give that one a try. We'll just we'll just mark that one as she gave it her all. Yes, sir. You go find somewhere straight you can pull in for the rest of your life. You got it. <laughs> I may have done it. I, I where there's not not a car in front or behind or only one or the other where I can really be exaggerated with it. It gives me high anxiety if I go somewhere in a lot of our main streets now or downtowns where they're trying to get real creative on how to add parking into a smaller space because it's they're getting more popular. I appreciate that. But I would rather walk five blocks up a hill if you just gave me parking, normal parking, where I didn't feel like this is it. Call my insurance company before or after my visit. Trying to get in or out. I would feel I mean, like you would be good on, at it. Well, it, it depends on the vehicle. I mean, if you're in a car, it's a lot easier than in a truck. And if even trucks are easier than vans because vans tend to have blind spots and weird places. But, yeah, it once you get the knack for it, you, it feels a little extreme because you're pulling up and then reversing into a spot. And that it's the extreme turning of the wheel and then quickly getting it back in the right direction. But, yeah, it, it just takes practice. Would you trust the automated parallel feature i was about to say that if you wait long enough to upgrade your vehicle has it you might wind up with one of them that just parks itself i would still screw it up i would either i would not i don't know i would either be too far up or too far back i just i again i would give it a try if there was nobody around me for it to sort of park to trust it i maybe have trust issues i don't know it's probably with myself and my own driving capability parking is just really not my jam i'm not the best at it you can vouch for that, Rhino, as well as so many others. It's just, you know, they give you they just give you such a small space to aim for. <laughs> In fairness though, I know this about myself. So I I genuinely don't try to park in weird spaces. I will be the first to walk further so I can just whoop it in and however the chips fall, the chips fall. However many lanes I take up, I take up. I usually give a little tip or a nod to if I walk past someone who also terribly parked. I see you. You probably were in a hurry. I'm going to guess you didn't mean to do that. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else is cussing at us because it's like the basic foundation of being a decent driver is being able to park, you know, with courtesy. I just always find it funny that you go to almost any parking lot and cars file in near each other. You, you very rarely see a parking lot where there's spaces between cars or just... It's been proven people can park better when they have the vehicles to use as reference than just the lines. That makes me nervous. You know what else makes me nervous? Gator season. But you know, talking about world records, we tied one last night here in Mississippi, and we set a new state record for a female gator. You're going to learn about that and more coming up next with Mr. Ricky Flint. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green. The new degree of comfort. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black label bridge builders at gateway rescue mission we feed hungry people we offer shelter to people seeking life change and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says hey god cares for you i'm rex baker rescue mission work is not glamorous but we do see lives changed check us out at gatewaymission.org find out how you can get involved and join god at work here in jackson and at gateway rescue mission it's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Some great news for the residents along the Pearl River in Jackson, which crested at just shy of 35.5 feet this morning, lower than initially estimated. Justin Michaels with the Weather Channel is reporting that the water in some neighborhoods is already receding. That they have cut the uh, the ejections of water from the Ross Barnett Dam by 10,000 cubic feet per second. That is a huge development for the folks who live here because as we are standing here, we are watching the water levels in this neighborhood uh, begin to recede. It's still going to take a few days for residents in areas that did flood to get back into their homes. Mima is urging residents that were forced to evacuate not to return home until the agency says it's safe to do so, as the water may not fully recede for another 7 to 10 days. Thankfully, no injuries have been reported. To stay updated on the condition of the flooding of the Pearl River, log on to supertalk.fm.
Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's Old Time Chili Recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. things on your computer, your mobile device, head on over to supertalktv.com and you will see a record-breaking gator, at least a photo of a one. We don't have a live gator here in the studio, although I think our friend Ricky Flint, the alligator program coordinator for Mississippi, would bring us one if, if he could, but he's busy on the river. Hey, Ricky. Good afternoon or good morning or whatever time of day it is. It's true. If you're gator hunting, you don't know what what ends up or what ends down or whether to wind your watch or scratch your, you know how they say it. So um, so how is it? It's day four, right, for gator season? Right. The alligator season opened up Friday at 12 noon, and it will close Labor Day Monday at 12 noon. How are things going so far? Well, I tell you what, I think considering all the cars that we have been dealt going into the beginning of this thing, I think it is going exceptionally well. Um, You know, with all the rain that was dumped on the southern two-thirds of the state uh, first of last week, um, many rivers getting out of their banks, some of them at flood stage, and uh, not knowing what those water conditions are going to be like, for the alligator hunters, I uh, had some concerns that some of those areas were going to be a little bit dangerous for people to be getting out on, but uh, looks like we've gone all the way through the opening weekend without any incidents. And uh, looking at the alligator harvest reports online that have been coming in, uh, the numbers really aren't significantly down. I'm, I'm a little surprised. So uh, people have been able to get out there and, and harvest alligators, and we're getting lots of feedback that uh, they're interacting with our conservation officers on the water, getting checked, and uh, everything's been going great. And last night was a good night. Everybody keeps their eye on, I guess, every morning when those reports come out. Were records <laughs> broken? Were, you know, who got the biggest gator? But last night was special because this is a female gator that's kind of near and dear to your heart. So I think she has a name or at least a tag number. What was this gator to you, Ricky? Well, this alligator, you know, back in 2007, I started the program uh, going out and tagging alligators specifically started out on the Pearl River, Ross Barnett area, tagging alligators, uh, getting measurements, GPS and the location where they were at, and turning back a loose where we caught them and putting that into a database in hopes of getting some recapture information uh, as alligator hunters were out. If they were to catch and harvest or catch and release one of these tagged alligators, they could give the information back to us, and we'd learn some things about uh, how far these alligators move. Uh, how much they grow, and uh, 
and things like that. And so it's been very successful. We've we've tagged over 800 alligators across the state. The majority of them have been here in the Pearl River, Ross Barnett area, uh, around Vicksburg, uh, along the Mississippi River, around Eagle Lake, and then some on the Gulf Coast and the Pascagoula River. But uh, we get about 12 or 15 alligators every year harvested by hunters that uh, we have previously tagged. And last night, uh, while we were out working, I got a call uh, that an alligator was uh, at one of the meat processors and they were convinced that it was a female alligator and it was going to be a new state record and during the process they told me that uh, it had some tags on it that the mdwfp had put on it and i said well if it's a if it's 10 foot 10 foot two three inches long and it's been tagged by us i know what alligator that is i said that's got to be yellow 410 and they said that's it i'm looking at it and so um, we, I went ahead and got off the water and went to meet these people in person and confirmed it. Uh, it was yellow 410. She's an alligator that I caught in July, uh, actually June of 2009. And at that time when I caught her, measured her, she was 10 foot, two inches long. And we had no idea how old she was. There's no way to, uh, determine the age of a live alligator. There's just no way to do it. You can't look at their teeth like you can a deer or a horse or a cow. And, uh, the length doesn't tell you anything about age. So, um, we knew it was a very old alligator just by the fact that 10 foot two, even at the time in 2009, tied the world record, uh, for a wild alligator officially measured. There was one caught in the state of florida in 1984 that also measured 10 foot two inches well all these years uh i've kind of hoped or expected that she might get caught again by one of our alligator hunters and that never had happened this is 14 years now and uh lo and behold these guys uh uh jim denson and richie denson both of madison uh caught this alligator sunday afternoon and uh, we measured her again last night, and guess what? She's still exactly 10 feet, 2 inches long. Uh, we have since learned that Florida has recorded another alligator just last year that was 10 foot, 6 and 3 quarters of an inch long. So that's the new world record. But to say that this particular alligator is a world-class alligator is no uh, overstatement. Are you kind of sad, Ricky? You know, it's bittersweet. Uh, you you, you, you kind of think about, wow, this alligator literally could be 75 to 100 years old. But at the same time, mark recapture projects like this have been so vital to wildlife biologists all across the world. Uh, and, and the use and value of hunters and uh, hunting alone to be able to contribute and get that information back to us that otherwise biologists never would be able to attain by marking animals and getting information from harvest of hunters, finding out where they are, how much they've grown, how much they develop, all these types of things, this biological information is a huge basis for a lot of what we know about many wildlife species, not just in Mississippi, but all across the world. So, uh, I'm very proud. I mean, that's the purpose of this program was to tag alligators and try and get more information. And without uh, Jim Denson and Richie Denson uh, harvesting this alligator, we may have never acquired this information. And the significance of the fact that she hadn't grown over the last 14 years is pretty big. I mean, you think that if an animal lives out in the wild continuously to eat, that they would just continue to grow. But that kind of shows that maybe that's not true. Maybe they do reach a you know, a tipping point in terms of, of of length that they can grow or size that they can get. Yes, there's there's so much knowledge about alligator biology, um, particularly uh, farm-raised alligators or alligators in captivity. But alligators in the wild, because you can't age them and because uh, there are no other states in the country that are doing a mark recapture study like what I'm doing, uh, you, you rarely get this kind of information 
uh, that is historical. I mean, we're talking about 14 years of time. And I, I have to be honest, I never would have dreamt that in 14 years this alligator wouldn't have developed at least a little bit. Uh, she's actually digressed a little bit as far as body mass. Uh, when we caught her in 2009, her belly girth was 40 inches. Her belly girth uh, last night when we measured it was 35. Her tail girth has decreased a little bit as well. So, uh, you know, hey. I would think that if I could live to be 100 years old, I, I think my body's going to be digressing just a little bit as well. She was probably tired, Ricky. She was just tired. There's no telling how many babies she's probably had over the years, too, or I guess eggs or maybe alligators. It really is not. We know that uh, adult female alligators that are uh, of nesting capacity, uh, you know, we know they don't always nest every year. We know they ne- nest most years. They only do it one time, and, um, you know, that there is biological knowledge that some of these older female alligators that have been caught and, and monitored in the wild uh, are known, the larger alligators are known to uh, produce infertile eggs. There's a propensity for that, but it's not always the case. I know I have some marked alligators and uh, female alligators that we have monitored with our camera program, a remote sensing camera, that uh, we've got some big female alligators out there in excess of nine feet that are still producing viable eggs and hatching most years. So it's great information. You know, who knows how long it took her to get to the nine, ten foot range. Um, I did some kind of just off the cuff calculating uh, last night. Uh, in the wee hours of the morning, just trying to figure it up. And I figured that if this alligator grew on average two inches a year, which is actually pretty good growth rate for an adult female alligator in the wild, she would have been at least 60 60 years old by the time she was 10 foot. Well, uh, 60 years plus 14, that's that's 74. Uh, And it's probably much longer than that. So I, I think it's very possible that this uh, alligator that uh, Jim Denson and Richie Denson uh, was successful in harvesting yesterday could easily exceed 75 to 100 years old. Well, I'm so glad she made her way back to you, Ricky, and that she provided all that information. Thank you for joining us here on Good Things. You're welcome back at any time during the gator season if another record is broken, but stay safe out there. All right, thank you. All righty, I'll stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Have you heard? Trust Care Kids is transforming children's health care. From newborn care and routine appointments to urgent care available seven days a week, we provide the best care and the best experience for you and your child. Like our jungle-themed rooms, filled with interactive screens and games. Your child will be comfortable and you'll be confident in the care. Schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Kids. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams and the best tomatoes in town callaways has farm fresh produce seven days a week did you know callaways has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces callaways has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery callaways landscape designers clinton streeter and Corey castle can design and install your landscape callaways gludstadt on calhoun station parkway south of germantown high callaways is everything for home and garden that's what callaways is 
Your next deal on wheels is at Pinnacle Motors. Head on over to Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon for that no-hassle experience on your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Classics? From a 57 Chevy to a Corvette, we have those too. And grab that trailer to pull that four-wheeler, ATV, or tractor as well. Financing, warranties, and we'll buy your vehicle too. Pinnacle Motors is the place for you. Visit us online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. This is the closing agri market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 52 to 117.16. March cotton was down 70 to 113.67. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 23 and a half to 1437 and three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were down 22 and a half to 1443 per bushel. December corn was up 18 three quarters to 683 per bushel. March corn was up 18 cents to 687 and three quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down 15 to 142.90. December live cattle was down 17 to 148.92. October feeders down 232 to 181.07. November feeders down 227 to 182.90. And at this hour, Dow Jones is down 22 points. 32,261. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing Cash 3 and Cash 4 twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the Fireball feature, and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play Cash 3 and Cash 4. More ways to win with Fireball? Ah, sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I know a thing or two about the value of a strong team. Farm Bureau works hard to get me through thick and thin. They've got exceptional customer service and competitive insurance rates that keep me protected. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Beat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. It's true. That's the Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Of course, us here with good things and sports talk, along with other favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, even Eagle Hour, and so much more. You can also get my new podcast, Tired of the Weight. That's W-E-I-G-H-T. I team up with my friend Amia Edwards, and we tackle physical, mental, and spiritual health. So if you are on that health and wellness journey or someone in your family is, please send them that way. You can search it wherever you listen to podcasts and hit subscribe. And while we're talking about great records, world records, whether it's parallel parking or it's the Gator, I have one that's been in my, I guess, little bucket here for a while. And I feel like I need to give her her at least time here on good things, even though she's in Virginia. But it's a Maryland woman. She breaks the powerlifting world record at a Virginia competition. I was about to say, you just I said know, Virginia. I know, I did. But it's a Virginia competition. But she's a Maryland woman, which never really made sense to me how you could hold state records if you weren't from that state. But that's not the debate. The debate is she showed up and she showed out in a weightlifting competition. She lifted a total now, if you know, so this is if this would be a powerlifting competition versus a traditional weightlifting. You know, that's my jam. I enjoy it. And anytime ladies show out, I, I appreciate it. So that's bench press, back squat, and deadlift. 1,620.4 pounds. That's crazy. That's moving a lot of weight. Tamara, she was competing in the 2022 World Raw Powerlifting Federation American Pro. When she broke the record for the heaviest cumulative, 
whatever, total lift. Cumulative. Cumulative. It's a hard word on a Monday. (laughs) She only started lifting weights four years ago to help her lose weight and to get in to shape. And so she hopes that her record will encourage others to power lift as well. She wouldn't have to worry about locking her keys in her car. She could just hook the doors right off of it and get herself right on into it. 1,620.4 pounds. That is absolutely crazy. Another thing that's crazy, a headline I saw was, well, it's not crazy that last Friday was National Dog Day. I love when it's National Dog Day because I always ask for your photos of your fur friends and y'all go, off the wall with sharing those. I, f- I really feel like you and you like your fur friends better than you do your children. Because sometimes I'll ask for photos in the Good Things Facebook group for family things. It's crickets. But if I ask for your cats, your dogs, your ponies, your goats, your chickens, whatever it may be, it's a laundry list of those that share them. I love it. But do you love your fur friend enough to get a tattoo of them on you? If you've been thinking about it, you can get $150 to get a canine tattoo from a company. A pet supply company is offering to pay 150 to 100 people willing to get tattoos of their own dogs. Now, I don't know much about tattoo artistry, but what little I do know, I do feel like you get what you pay for. Usually, yeah. In my experience, $150 is probably not going to get you the best portrait. Yeah, that's usually about as low as you can get for something simple. So Bark is the company behind the popular BarkBox pet supply subscription, and they announced it will give $150 gift cards. They're not even going to give you $150. They're going to make you pay for the tattoo, and then they're going to give you $150 and a gift certificate that you're going to lose and never actually you know, do anything with. At least with. it's a gift card and not a rebate. Do they even do rebates anymore? That's where oh, you buy. Yeah. It's where you buy, and then you have to send something oh, in, yeah. and then they give it back to you. And they always advertise it with the price that it would be after the rebate. So their social media content manager, Miss Lauren, she was inspired by her own tattoo, which is which shows the ears of Stella, her three-year-old pit bull, on hers. So she thought this would be more folks would like an opportunity to get to know their brand. My thing is, what if you already got one? So, like, if you're listening to good things and you've already got your fur friend inked on you. If you go to a reputable place, you usually get free touch-ups, but I guess you could jazz it up a little bit with a $150 gift card. Maybe so. What is it with big companies and offering monetary rewards for doing something out of the ordinary? Do you see what Kellogg's is doing? No, but they won't surprise me. They want you to ditch the casserole for dinner and have a bowl of cereal. Take a picture of you eating cereal for supper and send it in with a little hashtag, and you have a chance to be one of five families that'll win a year's supply of cereal and $5,000. And guaranteed a family feud in the next 30 minutes because everybody's hungry, and it didn't do what the lasagna would have done for you. I'm not saying that you don't ever eat cereal for dinner, but that's usually because you're tapped out tired. You don't want to... Or you're in college and what they're having in the cafeteria or in the the union isn't really what you want. So you just go to the free cereal bar and get you some cereal. Or you could get your whole back tattooed in the Subway sub like the guy did. They got free Subways for life. Y'all, we ain't talking about like a... It's not even a six-inch tattoo. It's more of like the 12-foot dude hard up on wanting groceries paid for for a lifetime, I guess. Just got to tell him it's for a duck. All right, stick with us. You got more coming up next. The boys are on on location with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.